When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's. Taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Does everyone need customer support today? We've got you. Intercom has the tools to manage support at any scale, like integrations, bots, and more. All in one powerful platform. We'll even automatically resolve 33% of your support volume, so you have more time for customers who need you most. Oh, that's better. Supercharge your team's productivity and make your customers super happy with Intercom. Learn more at intercom.com support. Welcome to the Browns Wire Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keatley. With me is Adam Moore. Last week, we had some hiccups. I had some, uh, my day job really sucked the life out of me. That and me and Justine got into, my fiance and I got a huge fight about a treadmill, believe it or not. Uh, but Adam, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm interested in this treadmill fight. Was it, was, was it, are you not running enough or like, did you break Dude. it or what? So I'll, t- I'll tell you straight up. So we, there's a website where you go and you buy crap. Like it's brand new, but it's like returns from like Amazon or like, uh, I don't know, like overstock.com. And we, we, I said, Justine, we should buy stuff from here and we should like flip it, you know, like tables or, you know, treadmills, whatever workout equipment. And the next thing I know, I got a treadmill that she's wanting to use for personal use. (laughs) Okay. Well, treadmills are huge, Adam. They're huge. So I had to call Brad, I had to call Brad Kitzler to bring up his minivan at like seven o'clock at night to come pick up this, tre- this treadmill. So I was up for like, I was up to like three o'clock in the morning building this treadmill. And then by the time we got it, we got it done. It was in the living room and she made me break it down and make it again in the other, in like the guest bedroom. <laughs> That's Dude. great. Oh man. I was, I was so furious with her. She wanted to break up with me. I wanted to break up with her. Is so it, I, is it one of those like, like, uh, like warehouse pallet sale type website? Yep. Those yep. are sweet. We redid. Um, we we did a lot of home renovations when we bought this house, like ten ten thousand dollars worth of renovations. And we bought all of the materials from that, from those um, those warehouse like yeah. Sites. They were it, it's dope, dude. We got so much for so little. You can get, you can get some awesome stuff on there. You can also get like a, a lot of weird stuff too. Yeah. Like there'll be like just pallets of like orange Powerade. <laughs> Make sure you that. check. You got to check. Like after a while, you'll get to know like the sellers because there's there's a bunch of different sellers that operate out of these warehouses yeah some of the sellers are real shitty we like we and you got to like check the condition like some people will say all oh, yep. open but like maybe some damage like, we 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 spent like it was like 17 dollars on this like real fancy shelf so it's no big deal but we got we went there and it was just fucking destroyed just absolutely destroyed when we picked it up I'm like this is perfect yeah the the treadmill box was we, we didn't know it said open box so my buddy, my buddy does it. Ryan Keith does it, and he he makes a killing doing it. Like he goes up, he goes to those warehouses like every day, every day, just loading up his jeep and flipping the stuff, dude. Just flips it. I didn't even think about that. I just, oh I, yeah, he's making like I bet he makes five hundred bucks a week doing that crap, dude. So yeah, killing it. Uh, obviously, I'm not intelligent enough to figure it out yet. So <laughs> I didn't know that it says like there's like it says either new box or a never open, and then we we got like an open box. So yeah. the treadmill had like a bunch of pieces missing. They were all hardware pieces though. So we I had to go to Lowe's and just try to like 
find stuff that was close. Dude, I'm not I'm not like a handy person either. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like the I mean the most work my hands do are, you know, to myself. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's it, bro. Like that's 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 what my hands are for, typing and playing with myself. Yeah. No, I dude, I know I know I know a guy who like will go on and he'll buy those. Like so let's say he buys uh he'll go on and buy like a um like a sofa table from Josh Keatley's warehouse or or com, And then he'll buy it. And obviously if there's something wrong, he'll just like go to com and, and put in a claim and they'll send him the piece that he needs. Yep. Yep. You know Everybody at the warehouse told us about that. Cause we were like, what? Yeah. Take this. Yeah. They sell sex dolls too, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I swear. Sure. I swear. Yeah. And when they come in the box too, like they show a photo of like with the stock photo. Yeah. And I guess like I guess when they come in the box they're like all like bent over, like hunched over. <laughs> like it's kind of creepy, man. That's great. I know who's buying that though. No, who's not, risking yeah. it? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Anyways, so it's obviously been a pretty slow news week. Uh we were supposed to have a guest on last week, but I screwed that up. Then we were supposed to have a guest on this week, and I screwed it up again. Like I said, my 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 life has just been in ruins lately. Um but we, everybody's staying healthy on my end. Um, you said everybody's staying healthy on your end, so I guess that's what's yep. important, blah, 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 blah. Um, but as far as Browns news goes, there's really not a whole lot going on. The Jadavian Clowney train, hype train is getting louder and louder. Charles Robinson was on the Pat McAfee podcast um, talking about how the Browns are in front, first place, basically, as the lead yeah. suitor for Jadavian Clowney. Um, I think that's a good sign. I think that's cool. I think that that shows that there's going to make one, they're going to make one more big splash before the season starts. Uh, it would not surprise me if they waited until training camp or preseason or halfway through preseason to make this move because they don't need to. Um, but it is interesting nonetheless. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think the big question right now is, is the, the physical, uh, is, is Davion Clowney healthy? You know that I think to me that's a big that's a big part in all of this that nobody's really talking about. You know I'm not I don't think I don't think the Browns should go pay him twenty million dollars if you don't know if he's healthy or not. He's not going to be able to step on the field on, in week one. So I think that's a big part of this. And right now, you know, you know, just having able to get him in the building to to, to have have the Browns trainers check him out and make sure he's ready to go. And and uh, yeah, so maybe maybe with everything starting to open slowly open back up, you'll be able to get him in the building, get his physical done. Everything, everything clears. I, I you pull the trigger. I think you know adding. It's never a bad idea to add pass rush depth. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of that. You know, all if you look at championship teams, they basically build themselves off of two things: protecting the quarterback and rushing the quarterback. Um, yeah. So yeah, adding another dynamic pass rusher like you, David Klein, would not be a bad idea. I, I didn't hear that he had a whole lot of medical red flags, like he was in danger of failing a physical. Is that something you've heard on Twitter, or I mean, where, where are you? Where are you hearing that? Just based off his past, or no? Yeah, I, I had read that somewhere, but I didn't. I I don't think it was specific to what, like, what the issue was. If there is one. But that's still like if you're gonna if you're gonna invest a lot of money like Jadavian Clowney, you know we're gonna you're gonna have to back up the truck to get him into the building. You would if think that's that much money. You have to know that he's he's gonna be able to go. I think that we're kind of getting to the point now. I think that's why the Browns are waiting, um, is I think that they think that they're going to get Clowney on a cheaper deal. I don't think it's gonna be. It might not. It might not even be in double digits at this point, from what I'm, my understanding is. But again, I, I know very little. I have very little insight to what's going on with that. Um, everything's been kind of hush hush, and I'm sure that the, you know the coronavirus deal has not exactly helped with that. But it's interesting nonetheless. It's a little weird that we haven't heard the Browns connected with any other of those free agents. I mean, I think Logan Ryan is still out there. 
Um, I think Gary Conley is still out there, right? There's a, co- there's a couple of defensive backs that are still out there. I know Gary Conley was going to go to the Raiders. No. Yeah, he was going to be with the Raiders, but he failed his physical. No, is that – no, I'm sorry. Is that right? Wasn't Gary Conley – wasn't he at the Raiders already? Yeah, there was an Ohio State defensive back that was going to be signed by the Raiders. Oh, it was Von Bell. I'm an idiot. Was, that, was it Von Bell? I don't know. The Bengals, the Bengals signed Von Bell. But Gary Conley's still out there, right? And he's still a free agent? Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe the Raiders. Oh, uh, dude, Eli Apple. Duh. Eli Apple was going to go to the Raiders and uh, failed his physical. He's had a rough go at it, Eli. Anyway. Well, we kind of knew that at the beginning. Uh, you know, that, that's a perfect example of when you hear these rumors where draft scouts. That's an interesting topic you kind of brought up. Uh, Eli Apple, when he was coming out of college, you heard these uh, – you heard scouts say or anonymous scouts tweeting out like, hey, uh, you know, we don't know if he can even cook his own food. I bet he can't even make ramen. Um, stuff like that. Talking, questioning his maturity. And it was like, what, what the hell does – who cares if he can make ramen? He can cover guys. Isn't that what you want? But it end up, that ended up being a super a big issue is that Amy Apple was up and, you know, was, was basically – he was basically his mother's puppet in New York. And that basically is what resulted in him leaving – or getting booted from New York, and it's been an issue, and now he's dealing with injuries. It's just, it's just one thing on top of the other, and it's just interesting how we kind of laugh that off at first. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, there's just, I mean, there's just so much ludicrous stuff you hear during that draft process. Like, well, obviously we heard about Makai Becton, and you know he's going to eat himself out of the league, yeah. and most of most of that type of noise is exactly that. It's noise, but there, you know, some of sometimes. it's almost true. Yeah. Sometimes I think sometimes you hear stuff that you think you perceive as weird because you and I are on the outside, just like a lot of other people that, you know, the draft Nick community, we're on the outside. We don't really know what's I, at the end of the day, I know that, you know, if you're big and strong, you should be a good football player, but I don't know what's inside your head. Right. We don't, we don't, we don't get to interview very many guys. Right. So like a guy, you you heard Josh Rosen was another guy coming out. Everybody said he was too smart. He was too smart. He was too smart. Well, was were they just being nice? Did they mean that he was a dick? That he was a, a terrible locker room guy? That he was think that he thought he was smarter than the playbook? Because now he's sitting the bench behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, about to be on his what third team in three years. It's you know, and that guy was a top ten pick. So yeah, wasn't there wasn't there a bunch of talk about him not being all that invested in football? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he was like that at UCLA. He was one of the guys that was really a proponent of getting uh, getting paid while in college, which makes sense for him because he was, probably could have made more in college than he is now. Because on this, if he keeps going down this path, he'll be, uh, you know, filing for bankruptcy soon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I know, actually, I actually like him. I, I do like Josh Rosen. I, I think that he got screwed. I think that if he finds himself in a good situation, like you know. For instance, gets groomed by Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. He can be a very good quarterback. I don't really know what's going on down there. He definitely got a raw deal, uh, you know. And but you know, if you, if you're if you're good enough, you're good enough. That's how I, you know. I guess that's what I think. Like if he had the talent and and the desire and the drive and the motivation, like he would he would have done it. There's obviously something else going on. I I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of factors that when you, when you start talking about the NFL. You, there's there's a lot of factors there, right? Scheme scheme is a lot of it. So if you and you know whether or not a team wants to invest in you now with a player like Josh Rosen, you would think that he would have gotten enough opportunities where you are right. You know, if he doesn't want it, he doesn't want it. If your head's not in it, you ain't going to be successful in the NFL. But at the same time, I don't know what the situations are like. Are the do the Dolphins just not like him? Were they just turned off by him? I don't know. I don't really know the situation. Is he a bad locker room guy? Does he not fit their scheme? 
Um, you know, because Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't the most athletic guy, but he's more athletic than Josh Rosen. There's just a lot of factors I'm not, I'm kind of unsure about, but it, it is interesting nonetheless. But that, I think that that says a lot about Cleveland Browns football, the fact that we're talking about uh, Josh Rosen right now, because that's how <laughs> just, slow the news days. Yeah, there's just not a whole lot of news. There's not like nothing in the NFL to really talk about. Nothing's happened. We can talk about the XFL. Yeah, let's talk about that. I saw on Twitter today that there is a potential buyer for the XFL, and it is the intent, the intention of this buyer to have a 2021 season. What do you think about that? So we, we talked about – I think I talked about this on the podcast where you weren't here, and then I talked about this briefly with Mac Robinson off air, um, just, you know, on the phone earlier. Yeah. But so – the AAF, when they filed bankruptcy, and now correct me if I'm wrong because I, I'm an idiot. You'll know, you'll know the answer. Cha- chapter 7 and Chapter 11 are different. Chapter, I think it's Chapter 7 is when you throw your hands in the air and you say, I'm done, I'm out, it's done. Let's get rid of it all. And I believe that's what the AAF did. No, we're sell- Everything's selling, everything's gone, everything's done, hands in the air. But the yeah. XFL, they didn't do that. They filed Chapter 11, which is more like, and we talked about this when we talked about in regards to the USFL back in the day, uh, I think there's an article back. I, I think there's an article on ESPN about how Donald Trump helped other USFL teams. Cause he, I don't think he had to do this when he was at the generals. Cause that was one of the teams that was pretty successful. Uh, yeah. But we talked about the Orlando breakers, the new Orleans breakers. You would see teams like that move around and close. Uh, we talked about the re- with arena football. When you close chat, when you do chapter 11, it's basically what you're not saying, Hey, I think I can get this going but shit happens, help me out. And then, uh, but I believe the Vince McMahon is back. The thing that makes it really odd is Vince McMahon is backing out entirely and he's going to try to sell it. He's yeah. not, he's not, the AAF sold like, they were sold off pieces of the business. So I think that the XFL bought a bunch of their old equipment, stuff like yep. that. There was nothing left of the AAF. The XFL, though, I think that there are people trying to buy them to get started for next year. And they've, I know that they've called, um, I don't know, the new the new Oliver Luck or whoever took Oliver Luck's job is is calling around to try to shore up leases for next season stadiums in St. Louis and Seattle, which would be really interesting. Like I said, I'm a big fan of uh, spring football and return of football, so we'll see what happens. It's definitely an interesting. It's definitely something to keep your eye on, especially with the slow news days uh, with the coronavirus. Yeah, no, I actually do know. I, I have the difference between Chapter 11 and Chapter 7 here. So Chapter 11 is basically a reorganization bankruptcy. And Chapter 7, as you alluded to with the AAF, is a liquidation bankruptcy. So that means in Chapter 7, you're required to sell all your assets and pay as much back to your creditors as possible. If you file Chapter 11 bankruptcy, you're actually allowed to negotiate with your creditors to kind of modify the terms of your debt and create repayment plans without actually having to sell your assets. So that is that is a... That is encouraging, I guess, if you're if you're a proponent of the spring football leagues like the XFL, uh, that there there is at least a chance for them to reorganize, kind of get resettled, and try to move this thing forward. Uh, you know, next year, hopefully. Yeah, I, it would be. It would definitely be. I thought it was a good league last time. I thought it was a good league this past yeah. time, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens for sure. One of the one of the rumors out there right now is actually. Um, is that Vince McMahon may try to buy it out of bankruptcy sale, which would be super weird. He, that, I think, I believe that that was supposed to be the original plan, or those, those are the old rumors. I've, yeah. I, I've heard since that he's basically said, "No, I'm, I'm out." Yeah, that makes twice, sense. twice yeah. is enough for me. Yeah, there's a there's a few reports that uh, they're saying dozens of bidders, and I've actually seen one report that's up to twenty 
are in active discussions to buy the NFL and restart the league for 2021. You mean the XFL? The XFL, sorry. Yeah, and, and restart the league for 2021. And they actually – I don't know if they'll play a full season, but there's actually, like, rumors about there just being a tournament in 2021. I don't know what the hell that means or how that would work. But, yeah, it's – um. Hopefully they can work this out. I'm really hopeful that they do because I thought it was a good product. I really enjoyed it. And I think they really got screwed by the situation. Yeah, I, I like spring football. You know, I like I, I like giving guys another opportunity to live out their dreams. So it's definitely fun to watch. Uh, but you know me, I was I was a Columbus Destroyer season ticket holder, so I'll pretty much watch anything with the football. Yeah, um, for sure. Have you heard any more about the CFL? Well, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but I hadn't heard anything else. No, I have not. I heard that they're they're delayed. So the start of the season for the CFL is usually in July. I, I under, my understanding is that they're delaying it till September, which is a, a bad move. But I mean, it is what it is. They do have their cult following, so they shouldn't hurt too bad. Even though they're going to be competing directly with the NFL now, um, yeah. but that's kind of where they're at. I don't think the CFL is going to fold or they're in any danger. It's like we talked about a couple weeks ago, the government does a really. I mean, I don't know if you want to say a good job. The government protect the Canadian government protects CFL. They do. Yeah. They just they do. They they blocked. And if a former uh, professional football leagues like the World Football League and USFL leagues from going up there in the past, um, they bailed them out in the past. So I don't think there's going to be an issue there. But again, we'll see. We're hoping for our buddy Nathan Rourke that we'll get yeah. to see him, you know, suit up. Absolutely. We'll have to get our passports and take a trip north of the border. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never, never been. Have you, eh? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I have not. I actually have not, believe it or not, dude. What, what we got, we got some awkward silence going on here, Adam. We gotta. <laughs> I don't know. We got we gotta figure out this. Okay, I, t- I tell you what. I tell you what. Last week we talked about your conference issue. Do you remember? No, two weeks ago we talked about how college football might be shortening the seasons. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now you talked about eliminating non-conference games. And yes. Right. Okay. Have you heard, has there been any update on that or anything? It sounds like a lot of these conferences are divided. It sounds like the Big Ten conferences are saying that they're wanting to play the whole season. It sounds like the Pac-12 conferences are thinking that they're going to you know get rid of half the season. Um, it's pretty interesting what you're seeing on Twitter, but I mean, I man, it's just it's so strange. It doesn't seem like anybody has a plan. They're just kind of trying to wait and see. I mean, they uh, you know you have some colleges that are saying that they're not even going to play football, and then you got Ohio State saying that they want to try to get 20,000 people in the stands. So it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Gene Smith's come out and he said that, you know, they have plans to, if, if all like the current social distancing guidelines are still in place, they think they can fit 22,000 people in this, in the shoe. Oh, they're hoping that there'll be more relaxed guidelines in place and they'll be able to get like up to 60,000 people in for, in for games this spring, but it'll, it'll all, you know, be interesting to see how this kind of plays out. You know, obviously the, the biggest news I think this past week was Michigan, their president coming out and pretty much saying that we're not playing football if, not, if students aren't allowed on campus. So yeah, I mean that you may see that situation where some teams are going to say, Hey, we're going to play and other teams are going to say no, which it's going to be weird. It's going to be so weird. It is going to be weird. And then the NFL, I saw if they're trying to develop some kind of football helmet that is going to better protect like, like basically they're going to, the face masks are just going to be total masks or something along the, which I don't really know how that's going to work either, because I feel like, I feel like that's going to make it hotter. I feel like that limits oxygen flow. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of weird issues. I'm sure that that's probably going to end up being nonsense and no one's really going to, that's not really going to matter, but it's just, it's like, really weird. The exit like plan is going like on a full face shield, like visor type of deal, but I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Is that what you saw? 
No, I didn't say this is news to me. I, I'm just yeah. trying, to, trying to like imagine what that would look like. Yeah, there was definitely a report out there saying that that was going to be a step that they're going to explore some kind of try to medical mask onto the helmet, which I just think is utterly insane. And then and the NBA, uh, to, to move away from football news, the NBA is actually they, – they have legitimate plans. No, the NHL. The NHL is the first league to have legitimate plans to continue their season, and they're going to do tournaments. They're just going to jump right to the playoffs and have like 20 teams out of the 30 teams, right? Yeah, I had I don't follow NHL all that much, but uh, yeah, so I don't know that for sure. I do follow the NBA and basketball, and by all indications, they're gonna there's gonna be some kind of announcement here probably in the next week or so about what they're planning on doing. They've uh, the rumor is they've already had discussions with uh, Turner Turner Sports who owns TNT, and they've discussed with um, Disney, obviously with ESPN, and there's there's some. Uh, discussions going on about like just like quarantining these players in Orlando or in Vegas and just and then finishing out the year um, you know all at one location not traveling at all now what'll be interesting is to see how they end up you know kind of ending this season with a is it are they going to do a modified regular season and then straight into the playoffs or are they going to go some kind of modified playoffs uh, a lot of cool different ideas I'd be I mean it'd be really I'm I'm anxious to see kind of see how that's going to play out. I'm I'm just dying for any kind of sports right now. If if basketball comes back on, I'll be out of my mind and and I'll watch every single game I can. I just there's just nothing to watch right now. Well, yeah, UFC. Greg Hardy was in the UFC a couple weeks ago. Everybody yeah. remember him as the former Carolina Panther and Dallas Cowboys All Pro. I don't know if he was actually All Pro. I know he was a Pro Bowler a couple years ago, but he got kicked out of the NFL because his girlfriend cheated on him with Nelly. Yeah, the rapper Nelly, dude, and he went psycho. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, he went psycho and threw a bunch of guns on the table or on, on the bed. And, and, yeah, and, I remember that whole situation. Yeah. I did not know the infidelity piece. I mean, wow. I mean, it's all speculation, Adam. I don't know. I'm not best friends with Nelly or anything, but that was my <laughs> understanding. So yeah. she went out to a Nelly concert, and she did not come home. Well, did you, did you watch Uncut Gems? No, I didn't watch the Adam. I did not watch any Adam Sandler movie recently, no. Well, I, I was going to be able to relate that story back to Uncut Gems. And you just, I'm, I'm almost 30 years old, dude. I don't I don't watch Adam Sandler movies. It's the most – okay, here's the thing. I saw somebody tweet it, to, uh, tweet it, and I thought it was hilarious. I liked it. He said, if, if the past few months has given you stress, you're, you're, you're really going to love Uncut Gems. Like that whole entire movie is just like anxiety-producing. I heard – they, they, they did the whole thing like one shot, right? Oh, I don't know, but I mean, it was good. I liked it, but it was it for sure was just like Jesus Christ, dude. We I, <laughs> all Justine and I have been watching is like narco stuff on Netflix. Okay, no, no, it's not okay, dude. We got I, I we got to. I, I watched a few episodes and I I just never really got into it. I'm, I've heard a lot of good things. I've been watching Shit's Creek. Did you guys, have you ever watched that? Yeah, it's all right. That's a, we, I've tried watching it like a couple of times. People will say, you need to watch this show. You need to watch this show. And I'd watch, I'd watch like the first two episodes and I just never really got into it. But I, you know, we, we kind of stuck with it. And I do like that show. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, have you watched Solar Opposites on Hulu? Uh-uh. Dude, that shit's good. Is it good? I've never heard of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got it's it's about- the, uh, what, uh, It's Always Sunny is the longest running um, comedy on TV now. Like It is? 15th season or something like that what who got can't who got canceled to make that happen i don't know let me let me pull it up because uh mac tweeted he's like we haven't even begun to peak (laughs) 
Anyways, back to some Browns football. Uh, <laughs> I had someone reach out to me about uh, the safety depth, or yeah, the safety depth chart, and they asked me. They said, "What do you think about the safety depth? Do you think that it's a weakness?" And I said, "I I, I think that." I think that it could be perceived as a weakness because you're depending on a lot of unknowns, right? Your starters are going to be Carl Joseph, who's been battling injuries, and then Grant Delpit, who's a rookie, who also fell to the second round because he was also battling with injuries his last his junior season at LSU. And then behind him, you have Andrew Sandejo, who's on the way north side of 30, and yeah. then G- JT – oh, my gosh, dude. I'm, I'm mining a blank. JT uh, Harrell ha- – ha- ha- Hassel, the the safety the sa- the undrafted free agent from last year out of Florida A and M, so that that's who your that's who your top top four safeties are. I mean, I guess you make an argument for Sheldrick Redwine, but Sheldrick Redwine was pretty rough last year. That's the fifth round pick out of Miami, Florida last year. Um, but I mean, to me, that's not a strong group. Would you classify that as a weakness? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I would say the depth is is a weakness, and I guess you're just relying on on some health at that position. I would say the top, the top end of that is pretty solid. Yeah, you I don't think one's a rookie? Well, we don't have any idea with it. I know, but we've all talked, we've all, we've all talked up Delpit for the past, you know, three or four months. Uh, and I think, I think you're drafting. I think you're going to rely on him. I think, he, I think he's going to be a starter. I don't think he's going to be the worst safety in the league. I don't. I mean, I. And you're. It's one of those things. Well, is how important is the safety group? Like, you're not going to invest you know, $50 million into that position. So, you know, you're going to invest that, that let invest that money into other positions that are more important to the, to the team. So you got to, and that's like kind of the Bengals thing was like, they never, they don't invest money in guards ever. That's so that's why Kevin Zeitler left any good guard is in Cincinnati always leaves because the Cincinnati Bengals refuse to pay guards. Uh, there's always going to be a position or two that you just can't pay and you're just not gonna be able to get the depth and get the name recognition and the talent that you need at those positions. Uh, to be a top end group, and I'm okay with that. I I think I, that's fine for for the Browns with, for that to be the safety position. Well, I I think that the position group is pretty rough, but I mean, I could I I I definitely think there's high upside. Yeah, which I think is what you're saying as well. Um, I don't know if your phone just buzzed like mine did, but it turns out Noah Spence just Noah, Noah Spence, the former uh, Ohio State defensive end who actually transferred to Eastern Kentucky after he got kicked off the team for getting mm-hmm. popped. Uh, on his, I think he got he failed like three drug tests due to ecstasy or something along those lines. Um, he actually just tore his ACL. He's with the Saints right now, and yeah, that probably ends his career. Yeah, he, well, I don't. I mean, I don't, that's pretty harsh, but definitely not good. Yeah, I mean, he was he was an incredible talent, and for whatever reason, just never worked out for him. Uh he's got one move. He beats yeah. you with speed if he can, and he's not super flexible either. So I think you know. Speed's great, but if you don't have the bend to match with, it, I think it, it it causes some issues. And he just never got better. That was the other thing too. Had a high upside, but he never got better. He was dominating college because that's all he needed was that one move. I'm just blowing by you. Yeah, I remember he was a huge recruit out of high school. I, I, what? How, I mean, was he really all that dominant in college? Yeah, he was pretty nasty, dude. He was nasty. He was like all Big Ten as like freshman and sophomore year, and okay. then he had he got kicked off the team. He had to go down to Eastern Kentucky. I mean, he was so he. He went down to Eastern Kentucky, and he still was drafted in, what, the second round? Yeah, I think, yeah. So he was down there with uh, another Ohio native who actually went to Missouri, Matty Mock. Matty Mock was down there too. So. Was that after – did he get kicked off at Missouri? Is that yeah, how he got down there? Yes, and I believe he got kicked off because he was doing cocaine. But yeah, I'm not – partying, I thought. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to look up the exact reason, but I can't find it. It's taking too much time. That that sounds right. Yeah. But that's man, there's just not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. There will be there will be there will be there will be times where we just don't have enough time to fit everything in that we need to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I saw where uh, Nick Chubb posted a video of him working out, and it, I mean, obviously, it's utterly insane. But I mean, what, what do you like expect? Pounds or some shit, whatever that was. Yeah, he's a monster. At what point does your back just like break in half when you're squatting that much weight? Like, well, if you have good form, Adam, you yeah, you never that never happens. That's what I remember when we worked out in college. You're like, you always told me like, if you're squatting so much weight that you need a belt, like you're squatting too much. Did like, I say that? Well, yeah, I think because yeah, because you're like, if you're not strong, if you're not strong enough to maintain your form with that weight, you you should you know you should drop down and and be able to do a squat without a belt. Basically, is what you told me. I don't I don't know if that's good advice, bro. I've subscribed to that advice for the last twelve years, Josh. You know who told me that? You know who told me that? I remember now. It was Willis Berenger. Okay. Well, he was my he was my defensive backs coach at Valpo, my string, string training coach. Even though even though I played running back, that's how that's how good I was. Was that they were just passing me around the defensive side too. But Willis <laughs> Berenger, who played he played defensive back at Michigan. Go ahead and Google him, double check it. And he said that to me. Him and Marcus oh. Knight. Marcus Knight is still he's still coaching up in Northern Michigan. Marcus Knight returned. He that which was, he, Marcus Knight was so dope too because he was the ultimate name dropper. Because yeah. he played for the Raiders, he actually returned a punt for a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Um, but he would talk about he would just name drop because he played with uh, Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, Fred Belitnikov was his receivers coach. But yeah, dude. So that uh, you know what, I stand by that advice. That's who okay. gave me the advice. So that's that's who I stand by, bro. I don't I don't squat a ton of weight anyway. So I think you're good. You're from a liability standpoint, you're not going to get sued by me anytime soon. I, dude, I, I don't uh, I don't squat at all. That's not what I do. Just hey, chest and tries, baby. That's right, buys and tries for the ladies. <laughs> we used to we used to go hard in, in college, dude. Like we would just like go in just for like an and be there for an hour just doing biceps. Yeah, dude, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. That's how you pick up chicks. <laughs> that's yeah. Forget those legs. That's right. I got, I'm so old now. I got a I bought a Peloton bike. Can you believe that? I know you keep bragging about it. You keep bragging about it on Facebook. Adam Adam thinks for all of our listeners out there, we're, dude, I'm sure no one's listening by now. Next <laughs> week, I promise everything will be a little bit better because I'm more to talk about. But for everybody that has, has listened or follows Adam on Facebook, he brags about how rich he is by his Peloton bicycle. He thinks that's the Rolls Royce for some reason. Yeah. So he's just like, does anybody know about my Peloton? <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a Peloton. <laughs> It's kicked my ass a couple times, that's for sure. Oh, yeah? yeah? You got the little virtual woman screaming at you? Yeah, yeah. And there's guys there's guys that'll scream at you too, yeah. Good for you, man. I don't know if Justine's got I don't know if there's any programs on our treadmill for the, like that. I don't know. I don't I avoid it. I don't <laughs> do I don't do cardio, dude. Those 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 are in the past. I ate a box of muffins. That was my cardio, dude. <laughs> I was breathing hard by the end of it. It was good, dude. Good stuff. Oh, shit. But dude, that that's there, man, I just like that. That's my life. That's my life, dude. Is working at Nationwide, and then just eating muffins. And by the way, oh, I probably shouldn't say that, but I do. I hate my job. Yeah, I hate my day job. And then why? I've been I've been keeping track to uh, uh keeping track of some of the 2021 prospects. I've been doing still doing some undrafted free agent work. Um, obviously, I'm gonna have some some draft stuff coming up for this upcoming year. 
obviously I think the team that we're both we're both more accustomed to watching is Ohio State. And I mean Justin Fields and Sean Wade, dude, those guys look like they're primed to be top five, top ten prospects, dude. Yeah. I would love to see my year that Olave has because I think he's he's a guy that could sneak into that back half of the first round if he has a good year. Yeah, there's a lot of wide receivers, so I don't want to make like any guarantees, but I'd be willing to bet a strong amount of money that Justin Fields and Sean Wade are going to be top ten, top five picks. I mean, those guys are just outstanding. I would love to see the Browns get their hands on, you know, Sean Wade. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're not picking that high. We'll see. You know, I I don't want to get my hopes up, man. First year head coach. I did see here that Kevin Stefanski is the seventh odds-on favorite to win Coach of the Year this year. I'm not taking that. Plus, like, 1,300, I think it was. Oh, I guess that's not too bad. I guess that's not too bad. I did see where the Arizona Cardinals were. Um, they're over The win total over-under was 7.5. Really? Yeah, I thought about taking the over on that. I mean, yeah, we all thought about that. We all thought that same thing last year with the Cardinals. We did. We did. So, what right. are, you, are you putting money on Stefanski then? Stefanski is a plus, is plus two thousand actually. So, I think it's a good bet. I mean, there's there's so much talent on that roster. If they if they just overachieve by a little bit and end up twelve and four, thirteen and three, by e- easily he's the coach of the year. That's a, that is a that is a that might be a good bet for the very reason you just said. If he wins ten, if he wins ten games. That might sew it up. Like he might yeah. be a lock, and that that's a tough task. That's a tough a task. Trip. Yeah. But I mean, Belichick is going to have the doors. Belichick would be. He's the favorite, right? Yeah, Belichick and Mike McCarthy are, are tied for the the for the favorite at twelve hundred plus twelve hundred. See, Belichick's not a bad bet, but Belichick is a, is a good favorite because yeah, I mean, if he goes out he, and wins a wins a few games with Stidham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're game right. over. Bruce Arians at plus fourteen hundred. Obviously, if he goes out and wins, uh, you know, the NFC or something like that, I can... pass, pass. That's that's gonna be my number one thing this season, dude. Is fading the Buccaneers early and often, bro. Here's the thing with the Buccaneers: if you look at their roster, they're really top heavy. Like they're really good, but they have zero depth. Zero depth. So if they have any type of injuries this year, I think they're not going to be as good as people think. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's still there's still some question marks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they got they have good receivers, but other than that, I mean, you would, uh, would they draft one offensive lineman and other they're great? Like, you know, I mean, there's some serious issues there. Nothing really meshed, and their defense was never that good either. There's some serious issues there. I thought their defense played pretty well at the end of the year last year. I thought they they're, like- they're going to be favorites in every game. I'm not saying the Buccaneers were bad, dude. I'm saying that they're they are. If you look at them compared to you know the Steelers or the Ravens or the Brown, I mean, you know, I mean, like. That's yeah. the that's the tier that everybody's expecting the Buccaneers to be. Everybody's expecting the Buccaneers to take the NFC. You mean to t- to take yeah. their division? Yep. And I don't know if they'll even have the best defense in that division. Um. No. I mean, New Orleans is pretty solid on defense. Um, solid everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They are. That I, I'm. It'll be interesting. I, it really will be to see how how Arians and Tom Brady kind of. Kind of mesh because Arians is historically this air. Let's let's put the ball in the air. Let's air it out. And Tom Brady has never really done that. And who you know is that? Was that Bill Belichick? Was that Josh McDaniels? Maybe does does Brady want to air you know open it up and air it out? Maybe. But you know we don't know if, if Tom Brady is any good doing that. We don't know if he's going to be like Kurt Warner in this offense. You know who knows. Uh, it will be interesting. I don't. I never. I don't think. I, I think that people are going to be disappointed. I, I like. I said. I. 
I, that's going to be my, my main goal is to just fade the Buccaneers early and often until it proves me otherwise. That's you're probably, yeah, you're probably, you're right. It, it, it's probably more likely that they disappoint than they do surprise. Well, I mean, people are expecting them to go to the Super Bowl. Right. People are expecting them to go to the Super Bowl. I'm going to fade the Buccaneers and bet on the Patriots. That's how it's going to be for the first four weeks till I figure it out. Yeah, that's solid. But I can't wait to bet again. I can't can't wait. Well, DraftKings is doing their uh, virtual Madden football contests. I can't get into that. There's no. They're I, there's free. No edge. I yeah, I know, but there's no edge. I know it's hard. I don't. I, it's but I have done it. I won. I won like seven bucks doing it in the past <laughs> month, which is nothing, but it is free. So. You know, yeah. throwing throwing that out there for everybody else. But all right, man, it's about ten o'clock. If we wasted a half hour of everybody's time, do you want to call it? Yeah, let's call it. All right, this was the Browns Wire podcast, guys. Hit us up with some questions and stuff. I mean, we're gonna be we were we're gonna we're, we've moved our recording day. We record on Tuesdays now, so I can edit on Wednesdays because my day job is just killing me. And uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me if you know of any job openings. <laughs> <laughs> You can see my work on brownswire.com. I'll, I'll have some. I didn't. I don't think I wrote anything last week because I just been so busy. Uh, but we'll try. To, I'll try to pound some stuff out for you this week, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. Adam, find me on Twitter more two one zero two. All right, and we are out. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com local today.